0: Good morning and welcome to this morning's devotional. If you have your coffee, let's take a sip. I've had a couple cups, so I'm going to move through this quickly because there's a lot to cover, and this is an important devotional, especially for today's times. The title of this devotional is, Are You Battle-Tested? There is a war going on every day. But before I unfold this, you may have noticed if you're a regular follower or subscriber, I haven't been doing very many videos or devotionals or even podcasts. What helps me and motivates me and encourages me, not only obviously God, the Holy Spirit, my mission and purpose, but those that subscribe, comment, like and share. And the success of a YouTube channel and youtubers is dependent on subscribers as a matter of fact you can't even be considered for monetization or sponsorship until you reach at least a thousand subscribers so if you're not subscribed please hit that subscribe button on youtube if you're not subscribed or regular follower on my podcast please do so comment like and please share so let's get started as i shared I'm going to go through things pretty quickly a lot of different verses so get your bibles out get your bibles ready hold on to your hats and let's get started now look i was not in the military so we're going to talk about battle tested war and battle buddies in this particular devotional i was not in the military and i did not fight in a war defending a country but i have the highest utmost respect for those that have and those that currently serve. However, there is a war going on, even if it's not fiscal war of countries, there is wars going on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And we're gonna talk about those wars. We're gonna talk about being battle-tested. We're gonna talk about having a battle buddy, but let's talk about the fiscal part of it, right? Now, I personally have been battle-tested physically, spiritually and mentally so physically i grew up in a uh, what i was told a middle class lower middle class and poor uh, neighborhood or poor town or school district just north of the inner city now i didn't know we were poor my parents took good care of us three boys we always had a roof over our head we had food on the table and i didn't know going to mcdonald's every friday was a luxury right but I was, I was happy, I was content, right? And I didn't know growing up that there wasn't typically, you know, three or four or five fights each week. Um, but going through that, I was battle tested. I needed to learn in my township, in my school, to quickly be able to defend myself well and to learn how to do that quickly. When I was growing up and when I think in high school, I think I weighed maybe 145 pounds, dripping wet when I graduated high school. So I was a pretty thin guy and I, I stood about six foot. Uh, I think I grew another two inches after I graduated high school, but I was tall and thin. So I had to learn pretty quickly how to defend myself. And I did, I trained hard, I trained often, and I was able to adequately and efficiently defend myself and those that I love but even more importantly I learned to use this and this so my brains and my mouth to be able to help disarm conflict to be able to build into relations of different cliques or groups that didn't get along we used to call different groups when I was growing up jocks or hoods or brains or uh, freaks or whatever different uh, cliques but I was able to relate to them, to communicate with them. And I ended up having friends and all the cliques, and I stayed neutral. And I was able to utilize my words to help disarm conflict and create peace. But I was battle tested to urge me, to refine me, one to be able to physically define, defend myself and protect those I love. But more importantly to be able to use by words wisdom intellect and be articulate prolific in creating a sense of peace and disarming conflict and preventing violence let's talk about it being biblical so is it biblical to train for war is it biblical to train to fight to have weapons and guns right there's some churches and some denominations that believe you shouldn't be trained to fight. You shouldn't have a guns to defend yourself or to protect yourself, right? But it is biblical, and I'm going to unfold a few of these verses. Now, I'm not going to go through all of them because I want to kind of wrap this up in a reasonable time, but I'm going to go through a few of them, and I'm going to go through them pretty quickly. So get your Bible out or your device, and let's pull up these scriptures. Matthew 11:12 12 says from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent men take it by force. Psalms 144.1 says, Blessed be the Lord, my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Luke 22.26 says, He said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it. And also back. And if you don't have a sword, sew your cloak and buy one. Nehemiah 4:14 says, "When I saw their fear, I rose and I sp- and spoke to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses." Again, that was Nehemiah 4:14. 1 Timothy 5 8 says, but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Luke 11:21 21 says, when a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are safe. So being trained for battle, being trained for war, to defend and protect yourself and those that you love, your children, your homes, your property, is not unscriptural, is not unchristian, is not unbiblical. It is biblical. Let's talk about another war. Let's move into the mental war. Okay, I shared with you, I have been battle-tested physically, mentally, and spiritually. So we're going to talk about the mental war so if you have you ever been around a toxic person a negative person person a bully you'll experience unkind or harsh words are spoken against you right let's say you're in a relationship and you're dating someone or maybe you're married to someone and they're consistently and constantly verbally and emotionally abusive let's say you're around so-called friends and all they do is speak against you, right? Talk about about you, maybe behind your back, or are negative and harsh, harsh and malicious. They are not encouraging or inspiring. They don't lift you up. Every time you speak to them or around them, it's it's more negativity. Um, that you're not important. That you're not valued. That they are more valued, right? Or let's say you're too hard on yourself. Let's say you take every minor setback every mistake upon yourself you start being filled with guilt and shame and you're beating yourself up mentally right let's say that you dwell on the negative or the the pessimist you become a pessimist all you can focus on is you know the glass is half empty i can't see the light between the forest and you become negative and you go down that rail and then everything becomes dark or negative and you become filled with anxiety, which leads to depression. Seeing every challenge as an unpassable mountain, an unachievable goal. This is all a mental war. This is a mental and a psychological war, a mental battle. It's important to identify these thoughts and these people and your surroundings in this as a believer, and it's biblically sound. I'm gonna walk through some scriptures here rather quickly, so get your Bibles out again, and these are gonna go across the screen if you're watching this on my YouTube channel. So let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, 5. The Bible says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. First Corinthians 1533 says, do not be deceived. Bad company rules, ruins good morals. Romans 16, 17 through 18, this is a good one, right? All the Bible verses are a good one, but I like this and how it conveys this in this particular, these particular verses. I appeal to you brothers. To watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught avoid them for such persons do not serve our lord christ but their own appetites by smooth talk and flattery that deceive they deceive the hearts of the naive again that was Romans 16 17 through 18. proverbs 22 24 through 25 says make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Proverbs 16.24 says, pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Colossians 3.2 says, set your mind on things above and not on things that are on earth. 1 Peter 3:16 and keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. Romans 12:12 12, 12, Rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. And finally Philippians 4:4 Rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice exclamation point these are biblically sound verses to help battle mental war to help handle toxic relationships toxic people and sometimes and I know Christ teaches to love others right and love your enemies however sometimes you have to love from a distance or a great distance to protect yourself mentally physically emotionally and spiritually. So let's talk about spiritually, protecting yourself spiritually and being battle-tested spiritually. This is a battle that's been raging on since the fall of man, actually since the expulsion of Lucifer. Let's look at Ephesians 6.1, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil and heavenly places look there is an enemy right the adversary lucifer who seeks to devour and destroy and let me tell you why. he is a master manipulator and a master war strategist he wants to consume the souls of humanity to get back at god through god's beloved creation look satan knows we have a free will and i'll use that free will against us and against god to help in that effort of destroying and devouring God's beloved creation. Look, also, you know, angels walk among us, right? It says in the Bible, the angels walk among us, wouldn't demons also be the same? Look, let's look at John 10.10. Let's solidify this and support this with scripture. John 10.10 says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that may, that they may have life and have it abundantly. Again, one more time. This is important here. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came, okay? Jesus Christ saying, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. First Peter 5.8 says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking Someone to devour. This is where I intended to spend a majority of my time on this spiritual battle because it's waging 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I want to ask you, have you been battle tested? Do you have a battle buddy? And how do you defend yourself against the enemy that you may not be able to physically see? First of all, you were battle tested the first time that you were tempted, tempted away from the things of God. Your first temptation, you were battle tested. So how did you weather that battle? How did you weather following battles, and how are you going to weather future battles? Like the Bible is rather clear in this area. Okay, you know, you would think Christian common sense would uh, be in the Word daily, right? Pray daily. I would also add inspirational music and fasting. However, there is something called the full armor of God. I don't know if you've heard about that or if you've read about that. As a believer, you probably know what I'm saying with the full armor of God. But let's unfold these verses and preface of the first verse I shared, starting on the spiritual warfare. It's Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. If you're watching the YouTube channel, I'm going to scroll this up through the top, but pull out your Bibles, turn to Ephesians 6, 10, 20, and bear with me. This is one of my favorite verses. It's actually engraved. Ephesians 6, 10 uh, and 11 is engraved here on my ring that my kids gave me as a constant reminder to put on the full armor of God. Here we go. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God No, that was a mouthful it's a lot of verses but it's powerful it's unfolding the full armor of god look we were created by the father god almighty to distinctly determine right what may be harmful or not okay which also includes what is wrong or what is right it is the enemy that seeks to convince us otherwise manipulate us otherwise right and just as the serpent said to eve surely you will not die which is in Genesis three, four. Okay, so what's the best way to identify and, and battle this and be battle tested and persevere and constantly win this spiritual war? What well, we talked about, praying, right? The word, um, inspirational music, fasting, it's kind of the common sense part. We talked about putting on the full armor of God, but the best way to call it out is to identify this wickedness, to identify the spiritual battle, def- identify the deceiver, the devil and rebuke him in Jesus name James 4 7 says it boldly submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you look we know the military was trained very well very well in hand-to-hand combat they're trained with weapons and as a matter of fact the drill sergeant would make sure that the soldiers knew their weapon well how to assemble it how to take it down, how to clean it, how to make it a part of them, right? So when they're going to battle, they're effective. Not only do they save their lives, right? The lives, though, of their unit and win wars, right? So why would you go to war, a spiritual war that's going on every day, right? Without your weapons, without the full armor of God. So why would you go to church without your Bible, there's a spiritual battle going on, right? Now, you don't have to carry a six inch King James study Bible, right, lug it around. There's Bibles made in every size and just numerous translations. And even here on your smartphone, there's free Bible apps that you can have. There's free links as a full Bible on it and even free audio Bibles, right? So why would you go into war or in a battle without your weapons and your armor and go to church or a Bible study or a fellowship not having a Bible with you? You shouldn't, right? You wouldn't, right? Let's look, would you go to battle or war and not be trained? Would you not be trained in hand-to-hand combat, right? Would you not be trained mentally and physically, right? Take captive of your thoughts because Most battles are also mental. We talked about mental battles, right? So if you, your enemy's stronger and more overwhelming than you, would you go into battle alone? Of course not. You go to battle with units, right? And teams and you have snipers, you have infantry, different divisions. You're not going into a physical or war battle alone if you're in a spiritual battle then would you do it alone well no you go with the holy spirit you go with god he goes before you he has your sex and the holy spirit dwells in you and you feed the holy spirit so as a believer you're not ever alone however you also want to be trained you want to have a battle buddy you want to have someone wise that's more versed to go into battle with you that's why it's important to have wise counsel right in closing, I think we've all been battle-tested in a lot of different areas in arenas, right? We talked about the physical battle, maybe you've been in a fight, maybe you have been to war um, or different wars, right? You've had to defend yourself, protect yourself and loved ones, you've been in that battle and your battle and you had to learn how to defend yourself and your loved ones. You had to learn how to be strong, how to use weapons, right? In a mental battle, right, you've had to learn that there is toxic people. there is bad relationships, and sometimes you have to love people from a distance. You've learned that we need to take captive of our thoughts as believers. We need to focus on what's good, what the things from above, not here the unnecessary drama, the toxicity, the negativity, pessimism here on earth. We need to call it out and identify it. And in the spiritual battle, we need to do the same. Looking at all these battles and past battles and present battles, how do you battle them? How do you become tested? You need to be in the word. You need to fellowship with others. You need to have a battle buddy. You need to have that confident or confidants. Look, let's look at 1 Peter 1, through 6-7. In this you rejoice through now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested ingenuous of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes through it, is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory, honor and revelation of Jesus Christ. So we know, and what this is saying, that testing us builds strength. Staying in a comfort zone or on the couch as a couch potato or becoming filled with fear and doubt doesn't strengthen you. God doesn't promise you a roast garden. God doesn't say it's going to be easy. So Jesus didn't say it's going to be easy, but a lot of these battle tests, a lot of these things that you go through can be learning experiences. One to strengthen yourself mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Right. But to also strengthen others in the same manner and win these wars, win these battles, but most importantly, to lean more on God. We all need the full armor which i've uh, shared in ephesians 6 10 through 20 and have a battle buddy we trust whom is wise in the lord so Sharon, and talking about the battle buddies of not going into war alone right you do have god you do have the holy spirit you shouldn't thirst the holy spirit you need to feed it but don't go into these battles alone have this wise counsel have the two or three or these close circles your inner circles some really strong christians that will encourage you inspire you pour into you and help keep you accountable in ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12 the bible says two are better off than one because together they can work more effectively if one of them falls down the other can help him up but if someone is alone and falls it's just too bad because there is no one to help him If it is cold, two can sleep together and stay warm, but how can you keep warm by yourself? Two people can resist an attack that would defeat one person alone. A rope made of three cords is hard to break. So listen, listen to me on this. This this has been a powerful devotional, powerful study, some powerful scriptures. You will be tested. You will be battle tested. You may be battle-tested this morning on your way to work with road rage, whatever it is. You may be being mentally battle-tested in a psychological warfare. You may be around toxic toxic people, right, that are in your life that are tearing you down. Or you may be toxic to yourself because you're not taken captive of your thoughts. We are in a spiritual battle. We need to take on our full armor. We need to be in the Word and prayer daily. And it doesn't take much time to have this prayer and the word. How much time are we on social media? How much time are we in front of the TV? How much time are we sitting on the couch? All right. Take that time. Invest that time. Maybe early in the morning. It doesn't have to be a lot of verses. A few verses in the morning. Some time consulting the Lord before you start your day. Turn on some inspirational music. And I'm confident your day will start out well and you'll be blessed and will help you fight the spiritual battle. Gather together in church with other believers. Get that battle buddy. Have someone, a confident that you trust, that loves you no matter what, that's wise in the Lord. And look, in closing, get out there and make it a great day. It's a great day. Any day you rise in the morning is a great day. And you truly have a choice in making it a great day. You can take captive of your thoughts. You can overcome negativity and pessimism, fear and doubt. You can choose the right relationships and distance yourself from the bad ones for your better physical, mental, and spiritual well being. You can win against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers, right? Over this present darkness, against this, the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly places by being in the word, praying, fasting, while putting on the full armor of God. Besides, we know who wins in the end. So you are already on the winning team. So enjoy this gift of life and launch each day with purpose. Navigate with principles and explore with passion.